0: Welcome to the debut edition of Squared Circle Radio. That is right. A new name, but you're still your favorite faces from your favorite wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Chris Belcher. Andy York, the Young Buck, is with me. And also, Jared Justice, making his long-awaited return to the podcast. It has been a minute, fellas. How are we feeling?
1: Oh, good. It's, it's uh it's definitely been a minute and it feels like as soon as we stopped the wrestling world just kind of broke from both companies for a little bit. So there's a lot to to catch up on, but it's going to be a lot of fun to to reminisce and kind of go back over the last couple months.
0: I'm I'm excited to talk shop with you boys. Jared, it has been a hot minute since you've been on the podcast. Welcome back, man.
2: Man, it's good to be back. There's been there's been a lot of stuff that's going on just like what Andy said and I'm excited to talk about it.
0: I'm pumped. Let's not waste too much more time. We want to welcome you guys to our brand new platform, Squared Sucker Radio. We're going to tell you all about what we do on this new venture i guess is what we're going to call it <laughs> lots of the same stuff that you know and love pay-per-view previews and all kinds of stuff we're going to get into it make sure you're following us at SQ circle underscore radio on all the social media platforms go check out our link tree as well that's at squared circle radio that's where you can find the podcast subscribe wherever you listen every tuesday and every thursday brand new shows And on YouTube, so don't forget to check that out. And, of course, our exclusive partner, Sportswire Radio. You can find us there each and every week. Uh, We appreciate uh, their support as much as I know they appreciate yours as well. Let's get into it. You both have said it. Lots of news to catch up on. And we're going to break down, like I said earlier, all the things that we're going to do. We're going to start with the news. This is going to be a bit different because, mm-hmm. Andy, we're not going to catch everybody up on the news that's happening right this minute, but rather we're going to catch everybody up on what we've missed because, like <laughs> you said, Andy, the wrestling world just absolutely blew up yeah. since, since we left.
1: Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot that happened in the three or four months that we we took a little break, and so there's a lot to catch up on, a lot of uh, wild things that we've Thought we would never see happen in the wrestling world has taken place within the span of a month of each other, and it's uh, it's gonna, it's crazy that when you look at wrestling and AEW and WWE, seeing some of the people that are there, you just. It's like a fever dream. It feels like that you never expected to see them there.
0: Yeah, it really is. And, Jared, we're not just a WWE (laughs) podcast. We're going to talk about AEW. We're going to talk old schools. Jared's got his old school WWF t-shirt on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to do all the things. But, Jared, let's kick it off with something that we've all talked about. I told you exclusively that I didn't think Tony Khan had the cojones to do. But, Jared... Tony Khan fired CM Punk from AEW. I can't believe it actually happened. Like, how many times have I told you he's not going to do it? But then he did.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, it was crazy. Um, I can't believe that he did it. But I think that he had so many voices that were telling him that it was the correct thing to do. Yep. That, um, I mean, after everything that had happened, I think that he felt like he was in the corner and... Basically, he had to do it. Um, I mean, he, he he could have not done it, but I think there would have been consequences, um, as far as the way that the entire backstage uh, area felt about him.
1: Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I don't think Tony Khan was the one that actually came up with this decision to fire him. Um, you think he got outvoted? I think he either got outvoted or kind of was like pushed to do this by a lot of people. Sure. Um, And, you know, everybody knows how big of a CM Punk fan I am. AEW was absolutely in the right to do what they did because there were just too many incidents for it to be coincidences at at this point in time of what was happening. Um, I just love the fact that he literally knocked out Jack Perry, went out and had a barn burner of a match with Samoa Jones, just walked backstage like nothing. Like It was just the whole circumstances of everything that happened was wild. But, again, I don't think either party, I think it's best – for both parties, what happened in for the sure. long run for AEW and for Punk?
0: I know I've told both of you guys this over and over again until I'm blue in the face, but trouble follows CM Punk. It just does. <laughs> like, there, there's just yep. there's no way around it. That's the truth. Like, yep. you can be a, a huge CM That's Punk fan. That's why we fan. love him.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, to be honest, it's part of the reason why we, part of the appeal. Right, exactly. Trouble
0: follows the guy. So, again, not surprised by any of this. Probably in favor of it actually happening, but Jared, Mm -hmm. it seems like now that AEW is sort of, well, I guess within good reason, sort of blaming the whole thing on CM Punk and throwing him under the bus, (laughs) just, you know, the whole thing's his fault, but of course it's because he's working for a rival company, right?
2: <laughs> man uh i mean punk's been in wwe he's left wwe supposedly and then he came back to wwe right quick and then he really left and then he whined about it for years and years and years <laughs> and he went to AEW. he whined some more <laughs> now he got fired from AEW. he's back in the wwe i mean What what more can you say? I mean, it it, it can't be his fault.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tuck
2: is not to blame. Just just forget
0: that. uh, Is it like, never mind, I'm not even going to go there. Um, (laughs) I'll make that reference off air. Um, So so Jared mentioned it. That's really, it, it wasn't so much the news that, like, you both have said it. TK was backed into a corner. Yeah. He fired Punk. But the big news was that Punk actually came back to WWE, especially when the guy that's in charge is one of the reasons he left uh, with Triple H. I've always been a hater. I have. You guys know it. Um, And I'm not afraid to admit that I've been a hater. But I've also always said that if CM Punk plays ball – I'm okay with him coming yeah. back. He just better play ball.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we're a month in basically, a little over a month and or a little over 2 months basically at this point. And uh he has played ball. He hadn't been there a lot obviously, and I think that's probably by design for for right now because sure. uh you know, there there probably is a lot of people in within WWE who aren't fans of CM Punk just because of a lot of what he said outside of the company for the Seven plus years or whatever it was that he was gone, um, but you know I, I I agree. I'm listen. I'm a I'm a CM Punk apologist, and I know that like I whatever he does to a degree to a degree, <laughs> whatever he does, I'm I'm going to you know I'm still going to be a fan at the end of the day. Kind of like with Sean, I'm sure you know he was a jerk backstage as well. Doesn't really matter because when he's your guy, you, he's your guy, and that's fine. But seeing him it's in true. WWE. Honestly, is one of the biggest shocks to me that I I still can't get over the fact that he is in back in WWE, not just with Vince like not under a Vince McMahon era, but with Triple H, who he probably had more of an issue with than Vince did, right? Than he did with Vince for for a period of it. So it's just it's it's a crazy time. Jared, back in WWE,
0: it's it's, I mean the shirt says that Hell froze over. He came back. I mean, like, <laughs> what, what is? I mean, it just, it is the biggest news. We thought, Jared, I remember you and I sitting in the hotel room in Las Vegas the night that CM Punk showed up in AEW in Chicago for the first (laughs) dance. And it was like, that was the night that the wrestling world turned on its head because Punk was actually back doing something he he said he would never do, blah, blah, blah. Well, now... (laughs) He's, he's on the other side now. Like, well, my mind is blown. I really can't come up with words.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's just a situation of, um, with AEW, he decided that he would give it a chance and he came to AEW, he realized he could still go, that he did still have a passion for this, whatever. Um, I mean, he, he's a butthole no matter where he goes. That's a good point. But, uh, and so he can't go back, like, you know, just turn right around and go back to AEW. So sure. his only choice was WWE or, or nothing. And he's getting kind of up there in age. So the longer he, you know, puts this comeback off, um, the worse it's going to be for him to try to go out there and put on a show like he used to the last time we saw him in the wwe come
0: on jared tna is is running wild. It they're is. taking over the world don't you think he could have done well in tna
2: of course, man. I mean, it could have just <laughs> could have knocked the pants off like what 125 people. I mean, uh, it, it would have been it would have been awesome.
0: <laughs> I mean, you talk about somebody being a big fish in a not even a small pond, a tiny
2: pond yeah. <laughs> in, in
0: TNA. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, Dolph Ziggler yeah. is showing up there and he's headlining, <laughs> yeah. and he could. <laughs> <laughs> what's your thoughts on that jared well if we're, if we're diverting a little bit for for those of you who might be new to this podcast first of all thank you <laughs> make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast uh jared is notorious for taking this down rabbit holes, so i'm gonna send him down one right now jared what do you think about dolph ziggler in tna and being a big fish there
2: I mean, I guess I'm glad that he's a big fish somewhere after all these years. (laughs) I mean, we were talking, me and Chris were talking just the other day about wrestlers who I just absolutely loathe. (laughs) I cannot stand when they come on TV. I want to turn it off. Don't, don't Uh, say. Hey, listen, don't say the one yet.
0: Just. I, the the one that we talked about the longest. Don't say it yet. We're going there. Don't worry.
2: Okay. Okay. Keep okay. going. Okay. No, keep going, Dolph, though. Keep going. Anyways, Dolph Ziggler or whatever his name is really even now that he's in TNA. I mean, that's the name he has to use. Um, I mean, I just, I hate him. Whenever he comes on my TV, I hate him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to talk about him. Um, he's just one of those wrestlers like you, Jay. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> if you have a, no way, we're, we're taking a sidebar right here because I don't think Andy has heard this list yet. Jared, you have to leave off the one that we talked about, but what are the other ones that are on your list? Just so Andy and the rest of our listeners can can push your buttons about these wrestlers. Please go ahead.
2: Wrestler, am I? Am I not saying? Is it the one that the, I've seen before live? No, it I'm is. No,
0: kinda... no, no, no. You can say that one. The one you're not saying is the one right now that is in the spotlight right now that is turning a certain group upside down.
1: Oh, okay. I think I know who that is. I Don't say that one. You're talking about. Don't say that one. Go ahead. Who's the I mean, rest?
2: I mean, I mean now, now see you throw me off my game. You tell me what I can't say. You got, got me all upset. <laughs> Thinking about all these wrestlers I
0: hate. Welcome back to the podcast, Jared Justice. <laughs> um, so since Jared is well, so flustered, here is the list of wrestlers that Jared hates. The oh Miz. He? That is one. I get it. Jared can't stand the Miz. I get it. Unless he is there watching him live in person and his music hits, and then Jared's excited. Um, Jared hates Eugene, as he has mentioned.
1: I I think a lot of people did. Uh,
0: Jared (laughs) also hates Dolph Ziggler, apparently. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. who Who else is on this list, Jared? You mentioned there were seven guys. (laughs) who <laughs> the other seven the list guys? of
1: Jared I like this <laughs>
0: the list of Jared I love it listen our memories are going to get jogged and we're gonna come back to the list of Jared because I can't think of it can you think of the other four right now
2: no okay
0: no, you good <laughs> me. <You laughs> threw me, threw
2: me off everything I was gonna say
0: well let's let's <laughs> let's let's get this thing back on track let's talk about a wrestler that we all love and we were shocked by the fact that he is now playing for the other team and that is Edge aka Adam Copeland in AEW. Andy, one of my last appearances on this podcast before our hiatus, I went on a humongous rant about how Edge there's no way Edge is ending up in AEW. And I will admit on this uh-huh. first episode back, I was wrong.
1: Yeah, I uh I, I remember wrong. I remember one of the last episodes when I brought up the idea of it. I thought I was going to get punched in the face over here. <laughs> um I just thought he was a lifer. I did too, and I, in a weird way, I still think he is. Like I know, obviously, he's in AEW, but I just, I, the way he left, left it on terms where he's going to go back to WWE before he completely hangs it up. I could see him in WWE, no, maybe not in a wrestling capacity, but I think, an appearance, whatever the case is. I think, I think you absolutely will see him on WWE TV again, but it's so weird that he's on AEW. Isn't it? And it's – it, I, I was afraid that the feeling – like, he wouldn't fit. But I think going straight in with the feud with Christian and having their moments back and forth, I just – I think it's a great appreciation for both of those guys – And I think it helps elevate AEW more than, you know, I think they needed something like this after all the the Jack Perry and Punk situations that that were happening, getting somebody like Adam Copeland to come in and do this big feud with Christian and all of this other stuff. I've enjoyed it so far. I think it's been a lot of fun.
0: Jared, it's like Edge and Punk literally switched places. Yeah. It's like Punk took Edge's what would have been his spot in WWE and Edge took Punk's spot in AEW.
2: And. And what's so amazing about this, and I'm not saying this to, like, put AEW down, but it's like, you know, when Edge was in WWE, we knew he had so many matches left, Mm -hmm. um, only so many. And I cared about those matches, and I was watching them and blah, 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 and I looked forward to the next one. Then he goes to AEW, and it's like all of a sudden I just don't care. Mm. Like it, it's, it's almost like he no longer exists. People talk about like the bubble of WWE. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, with AEW, I go in and out of interest with them. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't really had any interest for a while. And I just, I don't care what Edge is doing, but now that punk's back, it's like, Oh man. I mean, it's a whole, it's a, it's a whole different light I think on punk now that he's back in WWE and I, and, and it's unbelievable how the presentation of both shows are so different mm-hmm. that it appears that way sure. that you can look at this product and say I don't care about, about that product and I don't care who goes over there. Or, it's amazing really.
0: It really is. I mean, I want him to do well. I want him to do for for Adam the person. Mm-hmm. I want him to enjoy the last couple of years of his career that he feels like that you know he you know it was taken away from him for so long and now he finally has it back and great yep. i want him to enjoy it that's fantastic But I'm like Jared. Like I don't care that he wrestles Dante Martin. I don't care that he wrestles Lee Moriarty. So that brings me back to the fact Edge keeps saying, and I will always call him Edge. I can't call him Adam (laughs) Copeland. I just can't. Edge, in many, many interviews that you've listened to, especially the Sam Roberts interview, which if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen, it is incredible. Mm -hmm. But in those interviews, he has said His WWE contract was for limited dates, and he has limited time in the ring, as Jared said, and he wanted to maximize that time, which makes a lot of sense. But, Andy, that begs the question. If Jared's point is true, which you haven't weighed in on, so this may be unfair for me to put you in this corner, but if Jared's point is true, That we don't care about what Edge is doing in AEW outside of the big feud with Christian. Because we all wanted to see that. Jared wanted to see that. I wanted to see that. Edge and Christian back together. Okay, cool. Christian, that's another guy. There you go. Uh, He's on your list. Anyway, told you we'd come up with it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) if Jared's point is true about we don't care who Edge wrestles. Right. Is the narrative true that WWE wanted to keep him as a special attraction and only come in every couple of months? Should that route have been taken? I'm not saying this is watering down his career, right? but would he have been better off the other way?
1: It just just depends on... I mean, it it depends on what he wanted, but I think it depends on the fan as well. Because, yeah, I think being a special attraction and getting to see... His trilogy with Seth Rollins was amazing. Seeing sure. his his feud with Roman and Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania thirty seven and seeing you know some of the stuff he did with Finn Balor and Judgment Day was good and then bad and then good again <laughs> towards the end it seemed like. Right. But I think with AEW like yeah, some of the guys he's wrestled so far are not you know, top priority. They're probably young guys that he personally wanted to get in the ring with before he called it quits, Wh- which, which is, which is what he said, which, you know, same reason why Brian Danielson went to AEW is to get in the ring with some of these guys. Yep. And you know, I, I'm not necessarily excited about edge or Adam Copeland versus Dante <laughs> Martin, but you throw MJF in there. I'm all in on edge versus MJF or Adam Cole versus Adam Copeland. I'm I am all in on, or, even just a moment with him and Sting, like at some like something like that, I'm all in for. So I think it just depends on the situation. I'm not going to catch every single one of his matches, probably. Um, but I, I still think that it just depends on the person and where they're coming from. And for him personally, like I, I, I don't see any other way he could end his career <clears throat> than right beside Christian. Like I just personally, I just cannot see that happening.
0: Jared, anything else you want to add, man?
1: It's, you know, uh,
2: I agree with what Andy's saying. Like, all these are interesting situations and stuff. But, again, for me, who's like, became. So happens that I'm more into WWE right now than I am AEW. Sure. Uh, I just can't bring myself to care about those things enough to tune into the program and try to find it and watch it. And, I mean, that's. That's just the difference. And, I mean, everybody feels different. I mean, I'm sure there's people that feel the exact opposite of what I feel. Mm. But that I don't know, that's just how I say it, it's, it's,
0: it No, it's a weird situation, it, it is. really is because we all, I think we all three can agree that we thought Edge was a lifer in WWE, mm-hmm. he, that's what he always wanted to be, you know, he talks about all the time in his yearbook, he was voted most likely to become WWE superstar not wrestler, right. WWE superstar, or WWE champion I think is what it was but he was, we know he was in the crowd at Wrestlemania 6 with his Hulk rules shirt on and <laughs> yeah. we know he. you know, we know the story so it just it's shocking, but at the same time, if that's what he wants to do, more power to him. I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, I'm just not necessarily going to watch every single match like we've
1: like we we've yeah. here. And I, I think it's very similar to, you know, the Chris Jericho situation when he went over yep. to AEW because obviously he worked in New Japan before a longest time. His rule was he's not going to work for another promotion in the states. Yep, outside of WWE, just because that's out of respect and everything. And then all of a sudden. AEW press conference who, who walks out, but Chris Jericho, and it kind of flipped everything on its head. And now he time. doesn't ever want to go back. Right. So, so like, it, it just it depends on the person and the situation, yep. and, you know, I think it was just a perfect storm for AEW to walk in and dangle this yep. kind of carrot in front of him, and yep. he he wanted to jump in, and, you know, if he's having fun and if he's enjoying the last ride of his career, then who can blame him and who, who, who can stop him? I mean,
0: I guess so. All right. All right. So another thing that we're going to do in this podcast, we just caught you up on some news. We're going to keep you updated on that each and every week. Um, Another thing that we're going to do is we're going to preview all the pay-per-views and premium live events, do recaps of all those. So Andy's favorite event is coming up this weekend, the Royal Rumble. That's why we're here. Happy Royal Rumble week, everybody. Um, We're going to preview that. Before we get into it, let's preface by saying, and I'll try to use this disclaimer every week. (laughs) We are recording our episodes on Monday nights, and they so during Monday Night Raw. So they drop Tuesday mornings. Mm -hmm. So... If there's something that we miss from Monday Night Raw, don't get mad at us, okay? (laughs) We're doing the absolute best that we can do, all right? So, again, while we're recording this, Raw still has about an hour left in it. If Seth Rollins gets cashed in on at the end of the night... We'll say something. (laughs) If it hasn't happened, we can't say anything about it. But if it happens, we're going to talk about it in real time. That being said, before we get to the Rumble card, because only four matches have been announced so far, guys... Let's talk about the Seth Rollins injury. He kicked off Monday Night Raw tonight, saying that surgery would put him out three to four months, but he's going to do rehab. He vows not to drop the title. He vows to defend it at WrestleMania, all those kind of things. Um, lots of speculation. Jared, I think he still could get cashed in on later tonight. Maybe the injury isn't as bad as what they're making it out to be, Um Is he really going to be ready for WrestleMania? Is this a situation like that happened with Triple H going into WrestleMania 33? I don't know, man. Lots of stuff up in the air for the World Heavyweight Champion.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I I hope he can make it to Mania. But, uh, I mean, them saying three to four month recovery time. I mean, I just don't see how he can logically, realistically make that vow that he will be there. I mean, he's going to try, but, man, I just don't know. I mean, he's already, his knee's already going to be in a weakened state. Yep. So let's say he has the surgery, he's rehabbing. Sometimes, man, you end up re-injuring that a little bit, and then it takes a little bit longer to recover, yep. not a little bit less time to recover. Yep. So, I mean, it's just I, he can say what he wants, but I don't know if he's going to be there or not, man.
0: Andy, let's go back to WrestleMania 33 in that yep. situation because it was about I, it was six to eight weeks before WrestleMania. Uh, it was post Rumble.
1: I know it, that. Yes, it
0: was for sure post Rumble uh, when he got injured in the fight with Samoa Joe. Very yep. similar injury yep. to what he has right now. Yep. was it the same knee?
1: Gosh, he's hurt. I think he hurt. I think he's hurt both knees. I feel like he maybe he. Tore I think his, he tore his right knee. It tore the ACL on the right knee, and, and the, other the other one was the partial tear in his left knee, which is why he's hurt now. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so let's examine that because I'm fairly certain. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. At Chris Belcher 24 on all social media, um, I don't think he had surgery. Going to resume at 33. I think he took took the same route.
1: I think so. That he's
0: saying right now that he's just going to rehab it. Uh, yeah. To get himself ready. Yeah. So, Jared, being the medical expert, <laughs> returning to you here. Could him not having surgery back in twenty seventeen on this same sort of injury and just rehabbing it cause this injury to have come back up because, like you said, maybe it wasn't fully healed? He's been wrestling on it for almost seven years now, but could that surgery may have helped him in the long
2: run so yeah, man, um, I didn't know all that history on him i was I was thinking that you were saying that he was going to have surgery definitely this time and then try to come back. Right. He says um, at, he says not. After rehabbing. Oh, right. well, my God. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed he did it the first time. Right. Uh, but trying to do that again, and I mean, yeah, not having surgery and just rehabbing it, that makes it a whole lot more likely that you're going to have issues again yeah. in the future or else people wouldn't have surgery. I mean, that that's what surgery is for. Right. Um, so... Uh, in your body, a lot of times, um, scar tissue, it will come back and be stronger than what your original tissue or ligament or whatever. Uh, it can come back stronger and form stronger than what it was beforehand. Um, not always, but it can, but people have surgery to repair the injury, not just try to Get get it back as close to what you can to one hundred percent, and make do with it. You can't you can't just keep doing that. Mm.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our medical expert, Jared
1: Justice.
2: (laughs)
0: Follow him. He's not on Twitter. we got to get him in the Twitter world, ladies and gentlemen, so maybe y'all can fire that up. He is on Instagram, at JWJust01, so follow him over there on the Instagram. That's our medical expert. All right, let's get into the Rumble card. Uh, Kevin Owens challenging Logan Paul for the United States Championship. Andy, brief thoughts on this. Uh, What do you think?
1: I I think we're about to see another Logan Paul match where we sit back and go, man, I hate that he's so good at wrestling. <laughs> I think I think we're about to have that moment again because, I mean, he had a decent match with the Miz at SummerSlam that in Nashville that we went to. Yep. Uh, he had, which is wild to say, one of Roman's best matches of his entire entire title run so far, which is crazy. And now you put him in the ring with a guy like Kevin Owens. I just I think they're going to have a fantastic match. The story is kind of whatever. Like There's sure. not really been much of a story outside of the tournament, um, but I think they're going to just tear the house down.
0: Jared, what's your uh, brief thoughts on this one, uh, if anything?
2: Man, uh, a couple points. I I love Logan Paul. Sure. Um, I mean, you wouldn't think I would, but uh, I do. He's so cocky and arrogant, but he's so daggone good, man. Every time that, like, uh, he's like Tito Ortiz. I <laughs> used, used to watch him in the UFC, man. I just couldn't wait to see somebody just pound his head in. But then after a while, he's so cocky and arrogant that you start liking him. Right. Um, and, and, that, and that's kind of where I am with Logan Paul. But the, the other point is that I want to bring up to you all. These part-time champions, people are always talking about them. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Logan Paul. Is Logan Paul, is his worth, his stock enough that you let him be a part-time champion like you But only those few. Um, is he really worth that much?
1: Honestly, I think he is a better part-time champion than a lot of these other guys. And that's because he is so... Big on all social media platforms, and everywhere he has gone, he has gone with that u s championship. Mm-hmm. And so it has been seen probably more during this title reign outside of the WWE bubble than in a really, really, really long time. So that's I, true. you know i i <clears throat> I'm not always a big fan of celebrities winning championships. Um, but one, we have seen that he's more than capable in the ring, so that that kind of this is not a David Arquette moment or anything like that, right? But two, I mean, he's he is being a really good ambassador for the WWE product by going around and doing all of these things. And every all of every podcast uh, episode that he has, I think he's got the belt behind him or with him or something like that. So it's it's a really good look for for the company, I think.
0: Yeah, I know that. I think uh, what. I don't remember what statement that he made. Maybe it was on a podcast or something where he said that he was focusing on WWE full time. Yeah. Like he was working towards that, which which I'm cool with. That's great. That's awesome. He's he's very good, very talented. Um, the wrestling world seems to embrace him a lot more than some other celebrities. So that's fine, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad. I'm okay with him doing this for the U.S. title. Um, the U.S. title needs to bring some prestige back, and I'm not saying that he's the one to do that. Right. But what I am saying is I'm just glad they didn't do this with the world title. Yes. Because they could have put this the world title on him. Yeah. And, again, I'm not knocking part-time champions because I know that's a thing, and, and it is what it is. But I'm glad that they didn't use the combination of a part-time champion and a celebrity all in the same thing, that would, that would have been bad. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, with what they're doing, Jared. Um, speaking of part-time champions, the undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world Roman Reigns puts his championship on the line in a fatal four-way match against AJ Styles, Randy Orton and LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh Jared, we'll go to you first on this man. What what what's what's your thoughts on this? Where do you think we're headed here?
2: Um Man, I I think that LA Knight regardless of what he does from here on is, is within reason. Uh let's let's not let Vince back in control of anything. Hey wow. I, I think that anything that LA Knight does that he touches right now is gonna turn to gold. Yep, no matter what it is, no matter who it's with.
0: So Absolutely. okay. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Uh is is he your pick to win this? Do you think he comes out with a title or are we slam dunk Roman here?
2: Uh I mean, I think we're I think we're slammed up, Robin.
1: I tell you what I want, mm. and I've, I I heard this. Sam Roberts say this, and I a thousand percent agree with him for the first time, maybe ever.
0: Sam Roberts is the last professional broadcaster. Let's
1: give him some respect. Yes, he but he's had some wild ideas as well. Um, <laughs> but some
0: that have come to fruition. Some. If you if you remember correctly, in twenty. 20- Seventeen? Yeah, twenty seventeen. He called Gender Mahal becoming champion yeah. out of the blue. Again, Gender Mahal became he champion. He may
1: have been right. That doesn't mean it was a good idea. Well, Anyways. Good point. Um I really want no interference in this match. Yep. I want Roman to decisively beat all three men. Okay. To the point where I would be fine if he stacked all three of them and pinned them. Oh. I good. think we need to make Roman build him back up to make him this final boss going into Wrestlemania 40. Sure. The, no matter if it's against The Rock, no matter if it's Cody, no matter if it's in a triple threat, whatever the case is. Sure. You need to make him at his highest point in Wrestlemania 40.
0: I've told you guys this before. I agree with that, by the way. I, I'm, I'm totally on board with that, but I've also told you guys before that I am fully on board if Randy Orton takes the title from Roman Reigns. And I think this could be a situation where Rock comes out Rock distracts Roman. There's no interference. Just the presence of Rock. And Randy Orton wins the championship. Now, does he pin Roman Reigns? I don't know. But I know, I know, we're all three in the camp of Roman Reigns needs to be pinned when he loses this championship. I get that. But I want Randy Orton to win this match. I, I think it's Roman. I don't think he loses here. But... Jared, I, I just feel like let's do that, I think, because if we're finishing the Cody story, which we'll get to in just a second, I think Randy's the guy to do it with, not Roman.
2: I'm getting a little bit of glitches here, so I'm trying to keep up with what you are saying. My bad. I don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how good I'm doing. But um, anyways, um, man, I think Roman, the bottom line is Roman's going to win. Yes, Um, I I don't think, I mean, we can take all these roads, we can say this, we can say that. What if LA Knight? Not going to happen. What if Randy Orton? Not going to happen. He is going to be champion at least until WrestleMania, if not through WrestleMania. I mean, I hate hate to break it to some people out there, but... It's true. Remember when we made you with WrestleMania and we were talking about Brock and Roman? Yeah, that. yeah, and it ended up being the, it
0: ended up being the worst WrestleMania main event of all time, and I'll still stand by that. Which one? Yeah,
1: thirty four. was trash. I think it's it's not as bad as Roman Triple H in thirty two.
0: Oh no, that was that, that was, was
1: not good. That was gold compared was to thirty four. And Miss Cena twenty was it 26? okay.
0: That, okay, that was
2: Miss Cena. Miss oh, Cena's horrible. Okay, <sighs> that was bad. That was bad. don't get me started on that one. The, the other thing that I missed through all this was <laughs> to say. Build Roman back up. My God, does Roman need to be built up anymore?
1: He does without interference. Like, the interference, every match ending the same for the last year and a half cannot happen going into WrestleMania, I think, because it's just getting to the point where there's a difference between good heel heat and, like, we've seen this before. Can we please get a different finish? Sure. Because I don't mind Roman winning if he doesn't, if he looks... Decisive. I mean, remember coming out of WrestleMania 37 after he stacked and pinned Edge and Brian Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, whatever you want to call him. Yep. I, th- that was just a different aura around Roman Reigns, I felt like. Mm. And I think we, it feels like we need to get back to that, especially if he's going to get in there with Rock or with Cody or somebody. I feel like he still has it.
0: I yeah, think I, mean, I, th- I I I I I see both points. Yeah, like, I do too. I, I think Jared is spot on when he says that Roman still has it because as, as big a pop as L. A. Knight gets or as Randy yeah. Orton gets, the pop when Roman Reigns' music hits is still that hasn't lost
1: anything. Right,
0: it's still so special when he comes out. But I see Andy's point of have we gone on a little too long with the same kind of thing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I'm okay with whoever wins this match. I like all four guys. I think there's a lot of different ways you could go with all four guys. Speaking of a lot of different ways you could go, (laughs) let's quickly men's and women's Royal Rumble. Lots of stories to finish as far as these two rumbles go. Uh, let's start with the women. Jared quickly give me who you think is going to win the match and maybe one or two surprise entrants that we might not be expecting that you're cooking up in that brain
2: of yours. Oh, man. Uh, surprise entrances. Um, who is who's the big star that just came in from AEW? The Jade Cargill. Star? Well, I, I think it's highly likely you're going to see her in there. Hopefully not for very long. <laughs> but just, just to go in there, maybe throw a few people out, and then somebody just, you know, just knocks her out real quick. I mean, she's gone, you know. Can't help, but, but you know, it, it, it just happens real quick, and out she goes. It doesn't make her look too bad. Okay. Um, Becky's in the rumble, right?
0: Yes, Becky's yeah. in the rumble.
2: So, I would think Becky has to win, hands down. I think, I think... <sighs>
0: I know. I, I think know, it, I think you can't go wrong with Becky. I think yep. she's a very safe bet. Yep. Uh, I think yeah. she will 100% be in the Final Four, if not be in the Final Two. Yeah. But, Jared, I'm going to take your surprise. And I'm going to pick her to win the whole thing.
1: Uh-huh. And that's Jade
0: Cargill. Yep. I, I think she wins the whole dang thing.
1: Yeah. You're kidding, me. Nope.
0: Mate. I think she wins the whole thing.
1: She's horrible. I'm not on that train yet. I think – I think <clears throat> Bianca is going to have a massive showing. Sure. I think Jade eliminates Bianca that we set up to that at WrestleMania. Okay, that's of cool. Jade and Bianca at WrestleMania. Okay, I like that. My pick to win Ooh. is I think Bailey wins.
0: Okay. Bailey I think win. Bailey
1: wins the rumble. I think going into WrestleMania, you're going to see Damage ba- Control turn on her. Bailey EO. Ba- Bailey EO, and we get Babyface Bailey coming out of WrestleMania okay. with the title. Um, maybe with maybe with the returning Mercedes Monet. Who knows? I I, I doubt it, that, but who, would be who knows? I will say I think the lock surprise pick of the night, a surprise entrant of the night, is going to be Naomi. I think it's almost a guarantee Naomi yep. is in this Rumble.
0: See, I, I thought the same thing, but I think they might could incorporate her into the Bloodline situation. So I yeah. don't want her to debut in the Rumble as her glow gimmick and then, like, switch.
1: I think she could debut with her new gimmick. I think I think the the just, music could still hit or whatever, but I think you don't necessarily need the glow. I just think it'd be a nice pop to have her come back agreed. in and... and, and Uh, I think
0: Sasha slash Mercedes, I think she's a a good possibility. A possibility, yeah. Uh, But I think your locked surprise is the returning Liv Morgan.
1: Oh, yeah. I think she's in the match. (laughs) I think
0: she comes back. I think she's in the match. Yeah. Let's go to the men. Jared, my pick to win the 2024 Men's Royal Rumble is (laughs) R-Truth. Did you say R-Truth? R-Truth
1: is the winner. R-Truth over Roman. I love it. Uh,
0: our truth, baby. Let's go
1: with Nick. Miss Nick right by his side. <laughs>
0: Tom and Nick mysterious Mysterio right, Mysterio right by his side. <laughs> for you, for those of you who might be just listening on podcast form, do yourself a favor: go to the YouTube channel and yeah. look at the disgust that is on Jared's face right now.
2: <laughs> at least it wasn't Nicholas from WrestleMania. Whatever, thirty-four. I, that, that, we were there. Yep. Yeah, that was that was interesting. <laughs>
0: no, in all seriousness, I don't think R-Truth's going to win. I do think it's going to be fun, though. Yep. Um, Nick-
2: Nicholas and R-Truth are on the list, though. I know they Just, are. I know. Yeah. I know.
0: Um, I think, uh, I mean, Jared, it's got to be either Punk or Cody, right? Like, it has to be. Gunther, maybe, but, like, Punk or Cody,
2: Man, I would think it has to be Punk or Cody. I mean, Gunther's pretty interesting. I mean, he popped up there with Seth. Um, so, I mean, that clearly shows that, which, I mean, we all knew, but it shows that Triple H sees him currently as being in that world title picture, not, you know, we all were sitting here saying, well, th- they seem getting to that world title picture. No, he was just shown in there with Seth. They see him right up there with Seth and Roman. Yep. And but man, I I still think I think Punk has to win.
1: Yeah. Punk wins. I'm on the I'm on the punk train at this point. I think you know, especially with the circumstance of Seth's knee and everything else, I think it just makes the most sense to do punk Seth if it's possible at Mania. Because that's the that's outside of Roman Cody too. That's the match of the weekend that everybody's going to be looking forward to is is Punk uh, Punk Rollins, and I think Punk wins. And if Seth is still hurt, I think there's a really good chance Punk walks out with the world title. I mean, I, I, think, I think it's a really good chance.
0: I think even if if Seth isn't hurt. I think there's a good chance that, yeah. that Punk walks out with the yeah. title. I just, I think, and then Jared, that, you know, not to go down this rabbit hole, but that draws the conclusion that we talked about, about Seth Rollins and the way that they might put CM Punk over him as soon as he comes in the building. And that might rub Seth Rollins, the the WWE go-getter, that might rub him the wrong way. And we'll... See what happens come contract season. And he'll be
1: in AEW by this time oh, next year. Oh
2: gosh,
1: Tyler Black will be back, baby. Oh
2: my god. And then, and, and then we won't care about what he does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to bring the
2: conversation full circle, you're absolutely right.
1: That's so true. Do you have a surprise pick? Uh, uh, a surprise entrant? Matt Cardona. Yeah.
2: Ugh. Yeah. That's another one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm not a Cardona fan at all. Oh my gosh! Uh, guys, I will say, I've got two that I think one is more likely than the other, but I'll still pop if the other one shows up. I think there's a chance Nick Aldis might make an appearance in this Rumble. Could be interesting. I think we are heading to a Roman Nick Aldis match at some point down the line. And I agree. I'm all on board with that. Yep, I agree. And if Okada shows up in this Rumble, mm. I uh, I will be so happy. I don't think there's a chance. But if Okada shows up in this Rumble, I will be very happy.
0: Um, I'll throw another one out, and then we'll get Jared's surprise pick. I'm going to go Andrade.
1: Yeah. And log- I think just, that's like a lock. This, this, is, this yeah. is
0: just the logical spot for yeah. Andrade to come back and just be in the match, and, you know, that's that. Yeah, Jared, do you got any inkling of a surprise?
2: I'm going with the nature boy, Rick Flair. What? <laughs> <laughs> You could totally, or Hulk Hogan. Oh, no. What just happened? You could trot one of them out and immediately just clothesline them over the top like you did one of the Bushwhackers back in the day. And nobody would care. Nobody would care. Huge entrance, immediately clotheslined over the top.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, as we get ready to wrap up here, we're doing a lot of fun things with this podcast, but the brainchild of a conversation of Jared and I is one of the things that the three of us are the most excited about adding to this podcast, and that is wrestling trivia. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me right. Every single week in some form or fashion, we are going to play wrestling trivia. So every Tuesday, Squared Circle Radio will come out. Uh, we'll have some normal news and recaps, and then every other week, head-to-head, our wrestling trivia show will drop. It'll be all trivia, uh, different formats. We'll do some different kind of questions. There will be no cheating. We will not be on our phones, googling all this stuff. Uh, of course, we prep ahead of time, but we're not going to know these. It's still going to be a mystery. So there's going to be easy questions all the way up to hard questions. We're really going to look at. Um, from like like Wrestlemania 1 on is sort of our window, unless we're talking about champions of the past, and that'll really kind of be the only thing, because let's be honest, Jared was born in 1984, the rest of us don't know much past that anyway, so yes, we're going to box ourselves in, um, I think that's fair, but let's get to it, the first one, Jared, I'm going to tee you up on this one, because I know you know this, uh, first, Trivia question is Who is the only three time winner of the Royal Rumble?
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah,
0: you are correct. It is a rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. There you go. Um, the next question is a little bit tougher, but we're going to do this a little bit different. We're all going to go back and forth here. We're going to put a six-minute timer on here. I don't think it's going to take that long. But we're going to go back and forth and name every single winner of the Royal Rumble in history. The Rumble started in 1988, and we are running through 2023, and we are including women so, Jared has just named Stone Cold Steve Austin to kick us off. So, we're going to go. We're going to rotate. Jared goes. Andy's going to go, and I'm going to go. We're going to see how many we can get in six minutes. All right. So, I'm putting Stone Cold Steve Austin on the trivia board here. All right, Andy, go. Uh,
1: we'll just start off easy. Cody Rhodes.
0: All right. I'm going to go Shawn Michaels. Jared, who you got? John Cena.
1: Okay. Uh we'll go Brock.
0: I'm gonna go Edge.
2: Hulk Hogan. Rhonda.
0: Ronda Rousey's a good one. I'm gonna go um Triple H.
2: Nature Boy, Ric
0: Flair. There we go, nineteen ninety two. Uh Rhea from last year. Ripley, there we go. I'm gonna go with Sh- um. So, let's see. Charlotte Flair. Yep. Mm -hmm. Charlotte Flair.
2: Uh, I guess we'll go Bret Hart, Lex Luger. Okay.
0: Got it. Uh, Seth? I'm going to go Becky Lynch. Oh, man. I'm getting stumped here. Uh, Did Diesel win? Diesel did not win. That is incorrect. We'll go to Andy. You keep keep thinking.
1: Uh, I'll go Drew.
0: Okay, I'm going to go with <coughs> Vince McMahon because he won in
1: 1999. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: I still don't know. <laughs>
1: Keep going, Andy Hacksaw Jim Duggan.
0: He won the first one. I'm going to go the 1993 winner Yokozuna. Jared, back to you. Um,
2: uh, don't know, man. I'm out. I'm out of ideas.
0: Okay, uh, Shinsuke We got Shinsuke Nakamura I'll go with Asuka on that one as well uh, We're using a quiz Bianca. We're using Bianca a quiz app here Not going to say the name of that uh, But here we go uh, Chris Benoit 2004 uh, Randy uh, Randy Orton I'm going to go Ray Mysterio here Uh Taker? Did we say Taker yet? We did not say The Undertaker. There's one 2007. Jared, chime in with any idea if you got one. Okay. I'm going to go with The Animal Batista. Sheamus. Sheamus did win one. I'll get The Rock in 2000.
1: Uh, the worst Rumble winner of all time, Alberto Del Rio.
0: Alberto Del Rio. Um, Jared, 1989. Was that? Um who the, was the Bob Backlund win? No, Backlund didn't win. Who was wow. Amy? Um it was it Big John Stud? Maybe. Yep, it was Big John Stud. Uh, all right. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns, the last one. Guess what? We named them all in three minutes. Good job on us. All right. This is gonna be a fun one. Let's go back and forth on this one. See how many we get. Again, again, we're not setting this up, people. We don't know everything. So, Jared, here we go. <laughs> Start with you. 1993 wow. was the first year that the Win the Rumble and Go to WrestleMania stipulation was made. So, we're going to discount 88 to 92. Can you name the Royal Rumble winners who did not win the World Championship at WrestleMania
2: following the Rumble Ooh. win? Dang man, I cannot. Andy, can you? <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think of of Cody last year.
0: Cody Rhodes is one. I, I've got the answer, so I can't. It's kind of unfair for me on this one.
1: Um, Brock in twenty twenty two. Yep.
0: Um, about Ronda Rousey in the same year. Yeah,
1: she did not win. I think she's the only woman to rumble winner to not do nope. it. one more, one more. The first one, Oscar. Oh, Oscar did not that was win. No streak. Ugh. That was a streak. Um. Oh, I'm going through the names. Same now.
0: same year as Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura Shinsuke did
1: not win. Correct. Ooh. Um, Edge Edge didn't
0: failed twice because that was the to take win the one. championship. Was that
1: Taker year? No, no, no. That was he was Jericho going into that. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It
0: was 2010. Um. All right, got a Sean. Got a few more here. Sean Michaels, 1995. Yep. The first one was Lex Luger in 1994, because he lost to Yokozuna. That's true. Brett beat Yoko. Brett beat Yoko. Luger did not. Um, Speaking of Brett. Uh, Jared, in nineteen ninety seven, the first Stone of code? the first of three rumbles, Steve Austin won the rumble, but he faced Brett, did not even wrestle for the title. Ooh. Did the Rock? The Rock failed as well. He won in two thousand and the WrestleMania two thousand fatal four way yeah. was won by Triple H, I think.
1: Is Cena on this, or did Cena win? Cena Cena won. won. Cena won. That was the Rockier. Yep, Cena
0: won. Because he won won the Rumble twice and won both times. The Triple H? Triple H because his Rumble win in 2016 was for for the the title. title. So technically he did not win. He dropped the title to Roman Reigns. Speaking of Roman Reigns, 2015,
1: he lost the Triple Threat match. Cash in. Uh, Was Randy the champ going in? To that match with Triple H um, at WrestleMania? No. Uh, Triple Rumble, H
0: right. was the champion. So Randy. And yeah. Randy is on the list.
1: Yeah. Three
0: um, more. Um, Vince McMahon, who I'll give us <laughs> because he won the Rumble and obviously he didn't win the title. How many
1: more are we missing?
0: We're missing two. Worst Rumble winner of all time. Uh, Alberto Del
1: Rio, it. that's right. Del
0: Rio. And the last one, 2014. Batista. Big Dave Batista. When Danny Bryan won it, that's right. Wow. All right, last question, and then we're going to get out of here. This is the hard one. This is the one that I came up with that I hope you guys can figure out. Here we go. Who who has the most Royal Rumble Final Four finishes and has never won the Rumble itself? Holy cow. Wow. I'll I'll give you a hint. There's two guys I'm looking for here. Okay. One of them has finished in the final four four times and the other has finished six times.
1: I feel like to never win the rumble. Never. I feel like Jericho has to be one of these names. Incorrect. Really? Incorrect. (laughs) Incorrect. How many do you know how many Jericho? I do not. Okay. Benoit. Incorrect. He He won. won. Can we get like year? Like, um or like not necessarily the year, but like the okay, Ziegler.
0: <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> um no, the hint is going to be one of these guys is one of the most dominant rumble performers of all time.
1: Kane. Yeah. There's that's one. The one. That's the first one that popped in my head after that. There's one.
0: Kane has finished in the final four six times and has never won. Wow.
1: Four times.
0: So four times is the big show.
1: Oh, that makes sense. The
0: Big Show was runner-up to The Rock in 2000. That is the closest that he ever came to winning.
1: Technically, he did win one. Technically. Because his defeat hit the floor. Technically, Big Show did win. There's
0: a technicality.
1: Okay, (laughs) fine and he was the heel in that situation apparently <laughs> he was he was apparently
0: all right guys that is that's going to be a lot of fun we're going to we're going to change up the way we do trivia every week we're going to figure it out um and we're going to flex our trivia muscles because I'm, um it's going to be a lot of fun we enjoy doing stuff like that we enjoy doing pay-per-view recaps we hope that you have dug what we're doing on here at SQ circle underscore radio is the Twitter handle is the Instagram handle. Facebook, all the things go follow us, find our link tree. That is where you'll find the link to all the places. You'll find our podcast, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all the places. Andy is at Andy underscore SQR. I am at Chris Belcher, 24. Jared on Instagram <laughs> is at JW, one Oh one guys. I'm pumped about this new venture. I'm so glad that we are back in the saddle doing this. I'm glad, Jared, that you're back with us. Lots of new things that we're going to do. Lots of special guests that we're going to welcome onto the show. Uh, we're excited about it, man.
2: Yeah, brother. I'm excited about it, too. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I miss talking about wrestling. Um, you know, you boys are my are my wrestling brothers. You know, I always say Chris is my brother from another mother. That is but, true. But, uh... There's just not that many people, man, that I really come in contact with every day that keep up with wrestling anymore, and I don't really get to talk about it, so uh, having this outlet to come on here, I enjoy it.
0: This is our platform to do it. Um, We're excited about it. One more thing that we want to plug on our way out is the debut episode of our fantasy booking show. Season three is going to come out this Thursday. So make sure you subscribe to this feed. Andy and I fantasy book the current rosters. Um, It is a lot of fun. We will draft. This Thursday, uh, lots of twists and turns, uh, just so you guys are aware, we pre-recorded the draft so we know what's (laughs) happened. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, lots of twists and turns, lots of new people, lots of new faces. Lots of
1: new faces, lots of new uh, adventures that we are going to try to go down and put ourselves out of our bubble that we're comfortable in and make things more difficult
0: it is going to be a lot of fun so make sure you stick around every Thursday for that it's available on this feed right here so make sure that you are tuned in Um, guys I'm pumped I'm so glad that we're doing this Jared I'm so glad that you're back with us man Um, Yes, sir. our phone conversations is what sparked the genesis of this podcast and here we are several years later man I love it so much So, glad that you are here. Andy, always good to have you alongside. For Jared Justice, Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. This has been the debut edition of Squared Circle Radio. Enjoy the rumble, and we will catch you guys down the road.